Hey y'all, and welcome back to Uplift Fit Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Lacey Dunn, future registered dietitian, here to spread the scientific knowledge in the worlds of fitness and nutrition. I want to thank you so much for joining in with me today. Get ready to learn, get excited, and let's get moving. Hello, hello. I hope you guys had a fabulous summer. I can't believe it is already August. It's just crazy. It flew by. So I'm very excited about this podcast because today I'm going to talk about my experience as a dietetic intern at Texas Women's University. So as you guys do or don't know, I have gone through a 1,220-hour supervised practice experience here in Houston, and it has been phenomenal. So I'm almost there. I am almost a registered dietitian, but I wanted to share my experience and hopefully share some insight as well to the incoming interns. So what I'm first going to do is kind of give you guys a rundown of just the rotations that I did here in Houston. So to begin, um, we started with orientation. So this was a six-week-long orientation in which I was at both a hospital and at Texas Women's University. So we did classes, we did quizzes, we did um, activities. We did have a lot of things to just remind ourselves of everything that's that we need to know when we're in these rotations. So that was very helpful. That was amazing and I'm very excited because this semester, this fall, I'm actually going to be teaching and working with the interns during their orientation. So that'll be phenomenal. I can't believe I get to do that. Okay, so that was orientation six weeks long. Then I moved into general med and that was four weeks long. That was at a hospital here in Houston. I then also did an ICU rotation for four weeks long. So ICU would be critical care. Um, In regards to my experiences in general med versus ICU, general med was, it was daunting. It was a lot of patients. So general med, they typically expect you to see patients right away by yourself. So my day two was seeing six patients by myself, which was really scary because that was my second day of my internship. So just going into general med people, just know what you're talking about. Review the guidelines, review everything that you have been taught in regards to enteral and parenteral nutrition, review everything in regards to disease states, know what you're going into, and also know that you're going to make mistakes and that's okay because that is a part of the learning process. So ICU, it was very, it was a lot different than what I thought it would be. So ICU was a lot more chill. There was a lot less people in the ICU, thank goodness. Um, But with ICU, I thought it would be following the guidelines, just like general med would be. But with ICU, it's, it's not necessarily like that because everything changes so sporadically. So one day, one person might need one thing, and then the next day, everything changes. And they might be aspirating, or they might be going in for surgery, or they might be cardiac arrest. Like, you never know. So it's, it's very, you have to be on your toes, and you have to be talking A lot more with the medical team. So you actually get to speak with the physicians. You get to speak with the nurses. You get to speak with the speech-language pathologist. So it's a lot more um, more of an interprofessional rounds kind of thing. 
So a huge difference for me in regards to general med versus ICU was for general med, I actually got to do a lot of education, which is what I love. So when I went into ICU, I barely did any, which was really sad for me because I really like interacting with patients. But um, so ICU, a lot of people were knocked out. A lot of people, they can't speak to you. They're on the vent. So it's a lot of just calculations and then speaking with the medical team. But general med was awesome because I got such a variety of um, different types of patients from cancer to GI diseases to cardiac arrest, congestive heart failure. So I would say general med was my favorite in regards to learning, in regards to the experiences that I got. It was also one of the hardest ones because there was just so much information and so many things that I had to do and things thrown at me. Like my general med rotation, I didn't get a lunch break. It was just like, go, go, go. So it was for my first rotation, I cried a lot. (laughs) I really did. And I was just very overwhelmed, but it was a really good experience. So the other rotations that I did, I did community, and this was specifically diabetes education. That was inpatient and outpatient, and that was for four weeks. I actually did my staff experience for four weeks with diabetes education because I loved it so much. Diabetes is very complex, but at the same time, it's also very repetitive in regards to what you teach. So you do a lot of insulin teaching. You do a lot of carbohydrate counting. So... I really enjoyed that and I loved interacting with the patients. So that's why I chose it for my staff experience. Another rotation I highly enjoyed and this was my favorite rotation out of all of them was dialysis. Um, I did my rotation in the woodlands. So it was a 45 minute drive there and then about an hour and a half drive back because traffic in Houston was just crazy. And it was really hard for me in regards to timing because I was also taking classes while trying to do that rotation, while trying to do my online business while trying to do my own workouts I really don't know how I did it actually I do it was God God help me but dialysis was incredible I cannot explain how phenomenal it is to be in a dialysis center where the physician actually treats you with respect and the nurses retreat they treat you with respect and it's It's very eye-opening to what can happen if you are diabetic or you have hypertension, um, things like that, that lead to being on dialysis. So I think I really liked dialysis because I got to know all the patients. I saw them three times a week. They had to sit there for three to four hours. I got to know their stories. I got to know who they are, what they do in their spare time. And guys, it was just It was incredible how some patients lived their lives. There's one lady that she just blew me away. She she's on dialysis and she is a full time nurse. So she still she works. She has her family. She takes care of her family and her labs were phenomenal, like the best labs ever. And that knowing that she was taking strides to take care of herself and she was coming to dialysis and then she was going off and helping others like that just it made my heart so full and happy to hear like hear things like that and then there were patients that would tell me that they they do marathons and that they do all this like activity and I'm like after doing dialysis treatment like you're not completely exhausted that really motivated me to go do my workout after a long day's work I'm like if this this person can go bike 15 miles and they have done dialysis 
I can go get a weightlift routine in for 45 minutes and suck it up. Like it just really definitely changed my perspective on things. So another rotation that I did was brighter bites. So this was um, essentially kind of like what other people do in regards to food bank service and community service. But I did this for three weeks. So brighter bites is essentially a company that it work they work with the Houston Food Bank to provide fresh fruits and vegetables to low income populations and to different schools. So I would drive around to different schools in the Houston community. I would bag some produce and then I would distribute the produce. What was sad about this rotation was for me, um, the populations that I was working with were mostly Latino and Spanish-speaking populations, so I wasn't able to provide education because I don't speak Spanish, which was really a downside for me because that meant, honestly, throughout the rotation, I wasn't talking that much. But it did give me experiences in regards to having to learn how to communicate when I don't actually speak that language. In regards to my food service rotations, I did three weeks at a hospital. This was the same exact hospital that I did my general med, my ICU, and my diabetes community rotation. Now, my food service was completely awful. I am not going to sugarcoat it. I cried. I was frustrated. It was terrible. I was not given the attention. I was not given, I was not taught anything in regards to any managing a food service, I was just basically thrown and told to serve food. So it was awful and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I got through it and I pushed through and it was the worst part of my internship. <laughs> my three weeks at my uh, at HISD totally made up for those three other weeks. So at HISD, I did school food service, school food service management, and learned about school nutrition. And this was incredible, and I really did not, um, I didn't know too much in regards to what goes on with school food nutrition. And it is definitely a hard-to-menu plan for a school because they have so many requirements. So I loved menu planning. That was a project I got to do. I got to do two full weeks of a breakfast and a lunch menu. And then also I got to do snacks. So that was a really good experience. I had a lot of fun. I did theme days because they let me do what I want in regards to that. So I did like a cereal breakfast, which was fun. But I had a lot of fun at this rotation. So school food service nutrition was awesome. And I'm very excited for anybody who's going to go do that. Um, So then I did my elective at MD Anderson Cancer Center, which was one of the best experiences as well. Um, So at MD Anderson Cancer Center, what I essentially did was I worked with the research team, um, the bio research core team, and I actually got to help in regards to planning research studies. So I was very excited because I got to work on ketogenic menu planning and I also got to work on the American Cancer um, Institute diet menu planning. So for day one of my orientation at MD Anderson, there was an interprofessional meeting which involved the development of a new research study and the meeting was focused on finalizing the interventions and the protocols 
for a randomized crossover clinical feeding trial that was being done on melanoma patients receiving immunotherapy prescribed to either a ketogenic diet or the AICR diet, which is the American Institute of Cancer Research Diet. So the, the researchers were collaborating to ensure the dietary interventions and protocols would limit confounding and reduce bias. So prior to the meeting, actually, the study also involved an alternate day fasting intervention. However, they ruled this out because that would not control for calories in between participants because that means that that day in which they were fasting, there would be no food. So calories would not be the same versus the ketogenic versus the AICR. Um, I actually suggested, which was funny because I was like, why am I saying this out loud? I don't know any of these people and they're way high up above me, but I actually suggested for them to do an intermittent fasting instead of doing the alternate day fasting. And they actually took that as a good idea. So I, I, I felt really good and they didn't dismiss me in my ideas. And I was very excited because the head guy said, you know what, we should just totally do, well, he didn't say totally, but he said, we should do a trial just doing different types of fasting. And I was like, yes, let's do that. Count me in. Anyways, I thought that was super cool. So my first week there consisted of me researching different um, cancer treatments and different therapies that different um, patients like to do or research. And it involved like random things like beetroot juice, meconaguaco, black tea, as well as um, reading about like the Gerson therapy, Dr. CB, who is absolutely insane. And he talks about like mucus forming and being acidic versus um, alkaline. If you want some craziness, Google Dr. CB on YouTube. But Anyways, I did a bunch of random stuff to just figure out the crazy things that people might be doing. And then I also got to participate in things like a study with amorellin, which is um, an appetite-enhancing drug. So I got to speak with the patients, tell them about the drugs, what it does, um, and so on and so forth. My last four weeks were doing my staff rotation, and that was chosen by me. I went back to community diabetes education. I was either going to do that or I was going to do that dialysis, but the dialysis drive for me was not worth doing that. So I did the my staff rotation with diabetes education, and that was a phenomenal experience. My preceptor was the bomb, and I loved the community, and I loved the patients, and I loved interacting with them. So that was the best thing ever. And honestly, my last four weeks were the best weeks of my internship because I got to be all by myself, writing notes all by myself, signing notes all by myself. That was just, it was, it felt really good to just, you know, not have a preceptor over me, signing for me, and just being independent, which I freaking love. So that's a little bit about my rotations, but also in regards to my rotations, I also had to do some papers. These papers were care plans, so they essentially told about the pathophysiology of the disease, the background of it, medical management, labs to look at, what they mean, um, different 
protocols and interventions, monitoring and evaluation, and then a whole entire case study on a specific patient. So they were very long, very grueling. So I had to do four of those during my internship as well as four, well, ended up being three of them during orientation. Um, We were supposed to do four, but Harvey came and knocked us one out and I did not cry about that. So we did three there and then four during the rotation. Um, While I was doing my internship, I have also been trying to get my master's degree which has been insane but I loved my courses I love my classes and I cannot tell anyone more about how much I love Texas Women's University's master's in nutrition program it is phenomenal the classes are up to date they I just I can't say better words I love this program and if somebody wants to do a dietetic internship I highly suggest doing one at Texas Women's University in Houston So just to give a little bit more of a general outline to the assignments that I had to do during my rotations. So for clinical general med, clinical one, I had to do a tube feeding patient care plan, two nutrition care rounds, two individual diet educations, even though I did like over 10, um, an abstract, a care plan presentation, and then I had to do interprofessional rounds and assigned readings. For clinical two, which was ICU, I had to do a TPN or PPN patient care plan, two nutrition care rounds, even though I did those daily, uh, two individual diet educations, which I did way more than two, um, one abstract, one care plan presentation, multiple interprofessional rounds, because I went every day, and then assigned readings. For dialysis, I did my care plan, my care rounds daily, my individual group educations, which were daily, um, my abstract, my care plan, um, and then interprofessional rounds. Uh, In regards to food service, basically all that was required was a legislative paper, a um, nutrition education at both different food service locations, and then two different abstracts. Uh, In regards to... Uh, community, I had to do my diabetes care plan, my individual diet educations, which were multiple during the day. I did like up to four a day. Um, and then group nutrition educations, which were a lot of fun. I loved those. Uh, and then in regards to community, the only things that I had to do were one nutrition education, which I taught pre-K kids, and that was very interesting. Guys, props to the kindergartner and the pre-K teachers because kids are crazy, and they were really hard to get to, you know, just stay quiet and to listen to me. And every single time I was like asking them to raise their hand to answer, all of them wanted to answer. And I'm like, that's not what I asked for. Anyways. Props to you teachers. So for my community rotation, I did that group education and overall summary and another abstract. And then for my elective, I just did an overall summary and then education. So I had a lot of assignments, but it was well worth it. The care plans were always due on the third Monday of the week of my rotation. Um, And then everything else was turned in at the end of my rotations. Now, like I said, I was also taking classes to get my master's degree, so that also meant that I had quizzes or exams, and I also had assignments for my three to four classes, so it was a lot of work, and honestly, it was hard, but it's 100% doable. 
you have to plan, you have to prepare, you have to time manage. If you are going to be a dietetic intern and have a second job, or if you're going to be a dietetic intern and also get your master's degree, you have to have a planner and you have to prepare and you have to be able to manage your time correctly. So for me, that meant writing down and circling when what was due, when I had what quiz, when I had to be different places, when I needed to email my preceptors because there was a new rotation. So I just had to be on top of everything. I used <laughs> I used my weekends as catch-up. So essentially during the week I would do my rotation, say it was from 8 to 4.30, which is generally what I was doing. So 8 to 4.30 and then I would come home, I would eat and study at the same time and then I would go off, do an hour and 30 minutes of a workout. Normally for upper body it was like an hour and then lower body an hour and 30 minutes. Um, And then I would come home, I would eat again, and I would study while I was eating and study for the rest of the night, as well as answer a few client check-ins or emails. But generally, during the week, it was a lot of studying. Um, And in regards to what I did on the weekends, some interns were able, some interns who did not have other online full-time jobs were able to have a social life. So just because you're a dietetic intern does not mean that you can't have a social life because you definitely can. It's all about priorities. So for me, my weekends were prioritized on sleeping in because I did not get any sleep during the week, which I don't recommend. I definitely recommend getting good sleep. Um, But for me, that was not doable with what I needed to get done. So my weekends were sleeping, enjoying a good workout after sleeping, and then answering my client check-ins as well as knocking out any schoolwork that I needed to do. So typically, I kept, um, I let my exam studyings be on the weekends because that was easier for me to do. So my biggest suggestions for incoming interns, for future interns, is look at your resources, know your stuff, and prepare. So I definitely suggest making sure you know the critically ill guidelines for adults. Make sure you know everything in regards to enteral nutrition, parenteral nutrition, in regards to um, indications, contraindications, things to look for and do. Um, make sure you know the different disease states, um, what can potentially be nutrient malabsorptions, nutrient deficiencies, um, and also knowing in regards to different disorders what their needs are in regards to energy and protein because that changes also yearly. Like it was funny because my internship started in 2017 and then a new guideline came out in 2018 with both diabetes and the critically ill guidelines. So we had to be on top of the ball and know everything, but you're expected to do that in regards to being a dietetic professional anyway. So just make sure you know all the updated information. Um, Also, what you can always do is use the nutrition care manual, which is great. It's online and it tells you all the up-to-date information. So I definitely suggest using that as a resource and also using a good book as a resource. So my textbook, which is very thick, it's like three or four inches long, was Modern Nutrition and Health and Disease by Ross. And that was a phenomenal book. I actually started renting it and I decided I loved it so much that I was going to purchase it for my Christmas present to myself. 
I'm weird, but it is a phenomenal book. And if it's not your textbook, buy it anyway, because that book is filled with awesome information. And really any nutrition person can just learn from it and help others. So buy that book if you have not bought that book. Um, and then, yeah, that's a little bit about my internship. I, it's 22 minutes and 40 seconds now, and I think I've gone on enough. If you're still listening, props to you. I have rambled a lot about myself and my experiences. If anybody is a dietetic intern and has questions, needs help, always feel free to email me, fitandfaith at gmail.com. Always happy to help. If you are going to be a future dietetic intern and you're applying to internships, I have actually done a podcast on tips for applying to the internship process, so make sure you listen to that with my friend Kelly. It's deeper in my feed. And also feel free to email me. I'll be happy to look at your resume, your professional statement, and just give you some tips and advice. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a fabulous night or day wherever you are at in it. Oh, and last thing, if you liked this podcast, if you like this podcast in general, please make sure to leave a review and tell me about it. All right, bye, have a good night.